Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. Happy Monday. Bill Ryder with you. Let's talk to our good friend Joe Theismann, Super Bowl champion, former NFL MVP, all-pro quarterback, friend of the program, graciously making some time with us on this Monday. Joe, good morning. Good morning, Bill. Always good to catch up with you on a, after a football weekend and a bright and sunny Monday, I hope. It is bright and sunny here. Uh, life is good, and it is very good in Cincinnati after a, a rough start and obviously Joe Burrow's injury. The Bengals keep on, on rolling. For you, Joe, and the way the, the Bengals are playing right now and the way Burrow is playing right now, how would you assess their chances to be one of the elite teams come the postseason? I think you have to, um, you know, besides Joe and, and that offense, you have to look at the job that their defense is doing as well. I, you know, everybody gets caught up on the big names on the offensive side of the ball. When you look around at the defenses, uh, Cleveland's defense, Baltimore's defense, Cincinnati's defense, that's the thing that, that I really uh, jumps out at me is how well their defense is playing, getting the, taking the ball away from the other offenses. But certainly you have to look at Cincinnati and say, you know, are they on their way back to another opportunity? Uh, Joe Theismann here on the show. Joe, what do, you, the, what do you make of the Bills right now? They're obviously 5-4. and four. Josh Allen has been turning the ball over quite a bit this year. What is your assessment of that quarterback and that organization right now at this point of the you NFL did, season? You, you did, Bill, you hit the nail on the head. Josh is just turning the ball over, and he's turning it over in – Bad situations. I mean, you look at some of the interceptions he threw early in the year. He just he just reared back and threw the ball down the field. Just you you just you can't just throw the ball without thought. Um, he throws sort of a flat ball anyway. Uh, you know, credit Cincinnati the interception up the left sideline last night. You know, uh, the defense cover two corner rolls winds up getting right in front of the ball. But but then there's also the plays down when you're in the red zone trying to get the uh, trying to get points on the board. I think, you know, Josh is so talented. And sometimes I think his size and his physical nature um, and his ability to throw the ball hard overwhelm the decisions that he has to make that benefit that offense. I mean, you, you, you can't continue to turn the ball over at that position at that rate, no matter how much talent you have, because you ultimately hurt your football team. 
Joe, when you've got a guy that's that talented in general terms, and if you have specifics or a specific guess on the on, on Buffalo and, and Allen, I'll take that too. But I'm, I'm curious how much of that disconnect between the talent and the execution tends to be the coordinator and the game plan versus the actual quarterback who's, who's actually playing the game. It's the guy on the field. You're the one with the ball in your hand. You're the one that has to make the decision. You know, coaches will call plays what they believe fits against the scheme that the defense is running. But you still ultimately have to read the defense and figure out what you're going to do with the football. And then there's a myriad of things. What's the down and distance? What's the score? What's the position on the field? Do I take a shot here? Do I not take a shot here? Are we going to go for it on fourth down? What's the communication between the coordinator and the quarterback? There's so many different things that go into it, but ultimately it boils down to the guy with the ball in his hand has to make decisions. There's two things that a quarterback has to be. You need to be decisive and you need to make good decisions. And those windows get closed much, much smaller closer you get to the goal line. Uh, and, and so to me, it, it, you know, it basically boils down to the guy with the football in his hands. You, you know, you're, you're the last line of defense, basically. How confident are you that, that Josh Allen and the Bills can figure it out this year and be one of those teams that are good enough to actually get to Vegas and compete in the Super Bowl? I think, I think, I think Josh is talented. Certainly he's talented enough to be able to do it. Now he has to figure out what he wants to do with the football. He has to figure out how to play smart football, I guess you could say. How, how does he figure out how to make the, the right decision to give his team a chance to be able to you know, win football games? I mean, these are close games, and it's, it's one or two plays per game, whether it's picking up a first down running or whether it's making the right kind of a throw, or maybe it's not throwing, making the throw, or maybe it's, it's you know, throwing the ball. I would love to see statistically – how many throws Josh Allen has thrown away? I, I just I, I'm I'm having trouble remembering a lot of them. He he's so athletic, and that athleticism sort of takes over. Uh, like I said, and he's a heck of a quarterback. But the decisions are the things that are going to be the downfall at that position. I'm talking to Joe Theismann here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Joe, uh, Dolphins and Cowboys have high expectations. They're winning football teams. Obviously, one in the NFC one in the AFC. They both played really good football teams over the weekend for the Dolphins. They were also in Germany to whatever degree you think that does or doesn't scramble things. If you had to just throw your support, your belief behind one of those two teams going forward, Miami or Dallas, is there one that jumps out to you as significantly more likely to be successful the rest of the way? Miami. Miami. Tua gets the ball out of his hands so quick. If you can make him hold the ball, there's a problem. His anticipation is tremendous. Uh, doesn't have the strongest arm at all. We know that, but he gets the ball out of his hands. And then you've got, you know, basically, I call you've got the track team that you're throwing the ball to, starting with running back, then wide receivers. Um, you, you, you know, and their defense, their defense, I thought played really well after the beginning of the game against Kansas City this past weekend. But I, I like the, the Cowboys. They continue to do things in certain situations that just prohibit them from winning football games. I mean, it's, you know, what do you have? First and 10 in this, you have first and 10 on what, the 11-yard line, and you're throwing basically a, a, a 30-yard in route that comes up three yards short. You know, you, you, those are, you know, you really have, to, like I said, the quarterback position, it, it's very complex. And, and Dak ought to be at the point right now where he understands it. You know, stepping out of bounds, hey, he's trying to get the two-point conversion. Forget. It. But then you can't take sacks in that situation. You have to get the ball out of your hands. You have four plays 
from approximately the 12-yard line, I guess, to get, get a touchdown. And, and again, with that talent level there, it's not, not that too far-fetched. But, you, you know, if, if you don't like what you see, throw it away. You, you, you just, the thing in your mind has to be, I can't take a sack because I'm losing time and I'm losing distance. And, and so to me, that, that's, that's, playing, that's what playing the quarterback position is about. Uh, Joe, really interesting moment in time for the commanders right now. Trading away Chase Young and Montez Sweat, two, two of their best players. It looks like they might, and Sam Howell, have a quarterback they can rely on. They are now creeping up on 500, although the trades certainly make it feel like, if not a rebuild, certainly a recalibration. What is the mood right now, and what are the expectations right now for that organization? I think, I think if you look at the games that they've lost, the five games that they've lost, um, they've had opportunities in three of them, maybe four. But they've had opportunities to either tie the score or go ahead at the end of the game. You know, when I played for Coach Gibbs, our whole philosophy was it's a 60-minute football game. It's not 55. It's not 57. It's 60 minutes. And, and towards the end of games, um, they just haven't been able to close the deal. They've had the Eagles on the ropes twice. We saw how good the Eagles are. You know, and they played with them toe-to-toe. And I'm, I'm really impressed with the way Sam Howell continues to make decisions, get the ball out of his hands. He made a bad one, you know, yesterday. But, hey, we all do that. But overall... I, I think he's the, the big surprise for a lot of people in Washington that he's playing as well as he is. They didn't expect it at him. And what I see is I see continued improvement. And, and if you're going to get support from your offense, then your defense is going to be better. You're, you know, I, you've got the best punter in football, Tress. You know, Sly's been kicking the ball. You know, your, your, your kicker's making 60-yard field goals. So the elements are there. And you just have to be able to finish the games. That's the big thing. You've got to finish it. But I'm, I'm very impressed with Sam Howell. I'm very impressed with the way he does a lot of things, the way particularly that he's, his growth. Yeah, the way that he's playing, Joe, if, if, if you're that front office and they come to you and they want your advice, are you drafting or finding another quarterback to compete with him next season, assuming that he plays the rest of the way through the, the way that he has over the course of his opportunities? Are you just going with him? How do you measure where he is in a league where you can't get that position wrong. Well, Bill, you've got, you know, you've got basically a half a season to evaluate. Now we're getting into, you're going to get into weather conditions. You're going to get into a, this is now you start the tough, really uh, the toughest part of this schedule because you got the AFC East in there. So, I mean, you've got that. Plus you've got the Cowboys twice. You know, you got the giants again, not that they're, you know, giants are running out of people to play positions. That's, you know, that's part of their issue. They had it in the beginning in the offensive line, and now their quarterbacks are going down. And I hope Daniel's not hurt too bad, but it, you know he shouldn't have been out on that football field when he went back out yesterday. You could see what you could see the knee buckle on the first time, and you know I, I understand you you want to gut it out, but somebody you know somebody always has to make a decision for a football player because because we love to play, so somebody has to tell you you can't go. You know, remember Patrick last year in the Super Bowl, Mahomes, how pissed off he got at, at Andy. By you know saying I'm going to sit you down, all of a sudden you know he's out there running around again. But that's the nature of the animal. Um, I, I just think that um, you know I, I I just think that Washington has has I believe they have the quarterback they're looking for. I wouldn't be interested in trying to take somebody in the first or second round. But Bill, think of it. Look at there's I, I wrote down seven different teams that have either changed quarterbacks or lost quarterbacks, and I didn't even include the Rams. So it's eight teams. 25% of our league have either changed quarterbacks or lost them 
where are you where are they coming from? You look at the look at the names that are playing quarterback. Good for these guys, but nobody nobody has any idea where they're from. I mean, you know, just in Houston, you've got you've got running backs making kicks. And I, I'll say right now, I think C.J. Stroud's the rookie of the year. I think he's playing at that kind of a level. I'm, I'm excited to see this young man continue to grow and and get better. And hey, the Texans are four and four. Nobody expected that. So um, I just I really feel like that Sam, God willing, he stays healthy as a guy that they can count on. Plus, you see a you see a natural progression between Eric the Enemy and Sam Howell, and Sam understanding what Eric wants, and that that is so critical. The coordinator and the quarterback have to be on the same page. You you, you know I call I don't know if I explained this. To you. It's a what why, you know what you want to run but why do you want it run? And that's the answers that the coordinator gives the quarterback, and that's, that's where you get efficiency. It's what Andy and Patrick have out in Kansas City. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy. by the way, credit to, to that guy. I mean, we haven't talked a lot about him, but very impressive job. Joe Theismann here on the show. Joe, Joe let me close here. We, we've hit a couple of these teams, but I'm curious. I think I'm going to give you a presumption, and I'm assuming you, you, you're with me, and if not, just correct me, but most of us think that the AFC goes through the Chiefs, given the consecutive number of AFC championship games, or the fact that they're defending champions, the fact that they're just very, very talented. Who is the most likely team in the AFC, if you buy that notion, to take the Chiefs out, to, to be the big dog coming out of the AFC, if it's not Kansas City this season? The Ravens. The Ravens. Matter of fact, great matchup this weekend. Ravens and Cleveland Browns. I, I think it's, you know, Deshaun will have a, another week under his belt, be back playing. Uh, Lamar is playing at a very high level, very judicious when he runs, throwing the ball very well. But I would say right now, if I'm going to look at somebody that is going to challenge the crown, I think the Ravens are the team that I'm looking at right now. Hey, Bill, yeah, there's yeah. one other thing I'd like to mention. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a, there's a documentary coming out on uh, November 22nd, 7 p.m. in all 32 cities at AMC theaters, and it's called Triangle Park. It's a documentary about the first professional football game, the first NFL game between the Dayton Triangles and the Columbus Panhandlers. Um, it's, it's really, it's very interesting. Uh, I had a chance to be a part of it. Troy's in it. Uh, Joe Buck's in it. Michelle Tafoya. Um, but it is uh, Susie Colbert. I mean, there's, it's, it's really, it's, it's the history of the first game. Uh, and it's the, like I say, it's the Dayton Triangles. And it was played in Dayton, Ohio. And so it comes out uh, November 22nd in theaters at 7 o'clock uh, on AMC Theaters. One-night one stand. But it's, it's a very interesting documentary. If you like the history of the NFL, if you love the NFL, it's always fun to learn about the history of it. I'm actually in a huge – I just got into sports documentaries because of a few sports documentaries I watched you know, on Netflix and, and Amazon. So I'll 100% check it out. Uh, Triangle Park, November 22nd, AMC Theaters. Uh, Joe Theismann giving us the breakdown on that and all things around the NFL. Joe, every time I hear your voice, I know, I know the show is going to be better. I'm going to be in a better mood on a Monday. Thank you, as always, my friend, for, for making time. You're kind, Bill. I enjoy spending time with you. Thank you. Take care. You, you too. Joe Theismann on the program. I, I started watching that David Beckham documentary. I think it's on Netflix, the one that um that Tom, Pretty Daddy, has refused to watch. And I, I'm, I'm kind of in. Well, you don't go to movie theaters. I would 100% go to a movie theater to watch a good documentary. I don't think I've been to a movie theater in over four years. If we assigned you a movie that you would actually go to, would you be willing to do it based on what people voted? If we just put up four options. 
No, because the vote that would win would be an awful movie. But it could be a great experience. Barbie in color as opposed <laughs> to black and white for me. All right. Uh, we've got a loaded buy or sell, a bunch of things to get to, a lot more action in the NFL we have not hit on yet. A take on each one. That is pretty daddy's moment, and it's coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Did right? anybody else go up for seconds? There was a lot going Case on. Closed. Case closed. I didn't closed. focus. I didn't focus on the eating habits of everyone else. They focused on the eating habits of this guy. Double thumbs pointed inward to me. On CBS Sports Radio. You are so wrong on that take, by the way. You go to a party, they ask you to go up and get seconds, you can get seconds. Your takes are terrible. I, you're the you're my guy, you're my buddy, best friends. Your takes are awful, pretty daddy. You can go up for seconds at a party where there's plenty of food, but then you cannot complain about getting judged afterwards. You, I can complain about getting judged when I didn't, didn't do anything that's judge-worthy. If I Judge-y. was at that party, I would have judged you. Not out loud, in my head. Got a pretty exciting buy or sell for you, but first let me read you a tweet from Artie. The Dolphins' three losses are at Buffalo, at Philly, and against the defending Super Bowl champs in Germany. Let them play a good team at home once. Start the season winning at Chargers and New England. Those are good wins at the time. Yeah. Takes are still bad, Tom. I want to be wrong. I love you are the wrong. Dolphins. Good. I love Tua. Good. You want to be wrong? They good. haven't beaten a winning team this year. Like uh, Those are tough games, man. Now, the Philly game was, was, was a little rough. That was almost like two losses. And are we also saying Miami has to play good teams at home? Because FYI, they're not getting the number one overall seed. It's it's not happening now. They're going to have well, to go and play in cold weather. At some point. At some point. All right. I got a real. I'm very excited about this surprise buy or sell question for you. Let's get into it. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. First of all, I wasn't here for this last week. Oh, no, it happened Friday, right? Yeah, but I'm going to buy the, the courts for the in, for the NBA in-season tournament that everybody is mad about. Buy. What are you making a face oh, for? Oh, man. I they look the, good. I am at the top of that list of being mad about Stop those it. courts. Those were horrible. Horrible. I already hate the in-season tournament. First started on Friday. I already hate it. I love the way you say tournament. Why do you hate it? It's dumb. The players admitted it's last week they have no idea how it works. It doesn't matter. Well, okay, cool. I know how it works. You just look it up. I'm out on it already. I wanted to be optimistic before the season started. I hate it already. It's really. It's not going to work. What a shocker, Mr. Positive. It's really going to help my question. Uh, we've talked about going to Vegas together. I am going to Vegas to cover the semifinal and the final of the in-season tournament on December 7th 
and night. So I'm going to be in Vegas for like four days. Buy or sell, you're coming with me. Who's coming with me? Bye. Did I say I hate it? I love it. I love <laughs> it. A chance to go to Vegas, I'm in. I love those why courts. Don't, why don't you just come out, man? You know, if you can't get me out for the in-season tournament, there's also the most important football game of the year being played oh, in I Vegas. Um, take a little, uh, take a little, a little mini, uh, a little mini vacay from the wifey wife. Be like, babe, I love you. I'm going out to hang out with uh, Ryder than you. Uh, and I'm the one that's financing this trip. Dude, it doesn't cost a lot to go to Vegas. I'll buy. I'll, I mean, it costs more than I wanted to. I'll buy all your meals. Now we're getting somewhere. All right, we got there. All right, yeah. Buy or sell, you're interested. Buy. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. All right, Bill, let's get to some NFL here. Now, Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud just might be having the best rookie season by a QB that we've ever seen. Yesterday, Stroud set a rookie record with 470 yards passing, not to mention the five touchdowns that he threw, and oh yeah, no interceptions. Stroud led Houston on a game-winning drive with less than 60 seconds to go to beat Tampa Bay 39-37. Bill, buy or sell, it's too early to say that C.J. Stroud is the best QB in this draft class. What are you laughing at? I liked your ad lib. And oh, yeah, no interceptions. It's I a just, big deal. I liked it. I just, can you play that again later? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's was, important to note that he didn't throw a pick. Oh, yeah, I think he is. Bye. Bye. I mean, the thing about overreactions is, as when it comes to quarterbacks, not always, but normally, I think you have a pretty good sense of who quarterbacks are going to be over their first five, six, seven, eight games. You can kind of see the talent. You can kind of see whether they're they're getting damaged by their situation and or not up to it. Buy or sell that you think between Stroud, Anthony Richardson, who's injured, and uh, Bryce Young. Bryce Young is the least, is the most likely to be the biggest failure. Buy. Oh, isn't that depressing, man? He's shown the least thus far, and with being drafted number one overall, he's going to have the highest expectations. So those two things combined, I think, are not a great recipe. Do you want to hear my nickname for him that I'm not willing to actually approve yet, but it's it's in waiting? Hit me. Bryce, Bryce Dunn. Bye. That's not bad. I like that. It's not that. bad. It's not bad. I don't I feel want bad. to have to use it Yeah. because I am rooting for him, but that's not bad. Thank you. Speaking of not bad, in their first game since firing Josh McDaniels, the Raiders beat the Giants 30-6. Now, Bill, Las Vegas led 24-0 at the half, and those 24 first-half points were more points than they had scored in any full game this season. Rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell made the start for the Raiders instead of Jimmy G. Jimmy G benched. And also, the Giants are fearing that Daniel Jones suffered a very significant knee injury. Bill Byersell yesterday proves that Josh McDaniels should have never been an NFL head coach. Okay, so the thing about this question is a good question. It's a fair question. It's a buy, but buy. asking if something proves that Josh Daniels should never have been a head coach is sort of like proving that two people walking into a room that already had two people proves two plus two is four. I mean, yes, but it's already true, and it's, it's immutable, and it's beyond, you know what I'm saying? I think I followed you there. So it proves, oh, they're here. It's four. The two plus two is four. It proves it. But Josh Daniels already sucked and shouldn't have been a head coach. <laughs> Got it. Got, Got it? it? Got it. You, do you see where I'm coming to? 
buy or sell Josh McDaniels will be on the Patriots staff next year if Bill Belichick gets to make that decision. Buy. That's the scary thing, too. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Yeah. Now, I think there's a significant question mark whether Bill Belichick will be there. But I think if he is, I think you're absolutely right that, yes, he will be. Got a new nickname for Bill Belichick. Oh, Post Tom Brady. Buy or sell, you want to hear it. It's tough to go two for two on these. But, yes, I'll buy that. Buy. Bill Belichick. Sell. Oh, come on. You should have walked off. He wrecked stuff. You should have walked off after Bill the Bryce Young one. <laughs> Bill Belichick's good, man. You got to just <laughs> you gotta open your horizons. All right, Bill, speaking of being good, the Vikings traded for quarterback We're Josh. We're on question three. Yeah, we are. All right. The Vikings traded for quarterback Josh Dobbs at the deadline last Tuesday, and now he didn't make the start yesterday against the Falcons, but he did come into the game when rookie Jaron Hall left the game due to a concussion. Now, Dobbs ended up throwing two touchdown passes, including the game winner with less than 30 seconds to go. Minnesota is now 5-4 and four on the season and in the final playoff spot in the NFC. Buy or sell, Bill, you expect the Vikings to make the playoffs. It's really interesting watching this this guy's sort of uh, career this season, right? Like, I mean, he admitted yesterday postgame that he didn't know the majority of the, know the plays yeah, the of plays. his players. Yeah, like good yeah. for him, man. All right, let me look at the schedule. They got the Saints, they got the Broncos, they got the Bay. Bye. Saints, Broncos, Bears, they're in. (laughs) Raiders, Saints, Broncos, Bears, Raiders. Are they required to play those games, or can they just get the W other than the Saints? I'll double-check to see if the NFL instituted a rule where they don't have to, but I think right now they still do. I mean, they've got the Bengals and they've got the Lions at the end of the year, but oh, oh my gosh, man. And they got the Packers left, too, I think. That is, yeah. All right, let's stay with some bad. All right, Josh dibs on that guy. I'm just kidding. That's not one. Don't know. I'm kidding. No, don't sell. It was all downhill after the price. Oh, it was. It was. Speaking of downhill, wow, I got got a few of these transitions today. Yeah, you do. What did you say earlier that made me laugh so hard? (laughs) Something about my CJ Stroud question. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No picks, baby. No interceptions. Bill, the Patriots have now lost five of the last yeah. six games after falling to the Commanders yesterday at home. New England's 2-7 and seven record on the season is the worst in all of the AFC. Buy or sell, this is rock bottom for Bill Belichick and Belichick, Belichick? I can't say that. Uh, sell. Sell. About to twist your mind, a little inception. Oh, I had a dream within a dream the other day. It really freaked me out. I'll I don't want to know second. about it. Don't tell uh, me. I think the rock bottom, it turned out, was when Tom Brady left, right? That was the beginning of, of the end. Uh, dude, I had a dream. So in my dream, I was dreaming, right? So I'm like, oh, this is a dream. I got to wake up. And then I woke up. You know where you force yourself awake? I forced myself awake, but into my dream. Whoa, 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 whoa. Forced yourself awake? Yeah. How do you do that? I used to have nightmares when I was a kid, so I just learned to just, like, will myself out of my dream. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, it is. You can make yourself yes. become awake. Yes. It's like forcing myself like out of a, I don't know, like out of the ground or something. You're a weird dude, man. If I've never told you before, you're a weird Inse- dude. Dude, I inceptioned myself. I was in, I don't think I planned any, any you know, messages. I didn't learn to speak, you know, Mandarin <laughs> or, or Spanish or anything. But but I, I was in a dream, in a dream. And then you forced yourself awake. Yeah, but usually I would wake up in the real world. In this case, I woke up in the dream. <laughs> I don't know if you did wake up in the real world. <laughs> oh, yeah.
<laughs> it's all. All right, Bill, let's get you to okay? some. Yeah, I'm good. I'll get through this. <laughs> Bella Rack. Let's get to some college football here. Dabo Sweeney and Clemson got themselves back in the win column on Saturday, beating ranked Notre Dame 31 23. Now, as I said, getting back over 500 on the season, Dabo was fired up post game on his on-field interview. We ain't had much score away this year, but the one thing you that has shown up every week is the heart and the fight of Clemson. And I know we're down and everybody's throwing dirt on us, but if, if Clemson's a stock, you better buy all you freaking can buy right now. You better buy all you freaking okay. can right now. Buy or sell Clemson as a stock? <laughs> Let me ask you a question, because maybe I missed some changes. I got a lot of sports I got to follow. NBA is on again. Do games now count if you win one that you can subtract three of your losses? Uh, no, but Notre Dame, as I mentioned, was a ranked team. It's funny because I was going to ask you, buy or sell, you think Notre Dame's a great football team. Great? No. They are not a great football team. Definitely not. It's a I good mean, win. It's a solid who is, win. Who is? No, I guess Notre Dame has beaten USC. That's the win, right? That's their win this year? They should have beaten Ohio State if they had the proper number of players yes. on the field. I think that says more about Ohio State. I agree. I, I'm going to sell Clemson stock. Sell. What is their record now, Tom? Let me ask you a question I know the answer to. Uh, they are back over 500. They should be 5-4. and four. Correct. That is, <laughs> Buy or sell Missouri is a better football team than Clemson? Buy. Yeah. This year? Absolutely. This year right alone? Now. Yes. Yes. Was it Tyler who called in? Oh, Tyler from Spartanburg. Tyler, Team Tyler. I'm surprised nobody asked Dabo about that. On the field because he was he was fired up. When that game ended, I was watching this game. He dropped to his knees. Dropped to his knees. Yeah. No, that's a... A coach that gonna... has won two titles. Dropped yeah. to his knees to get back over 500. That, that's they... where we're at. When is the... When is the parade for that win? Are they doing the parade today or tomorrow for beating Notre Dame? When's the parade? I think we're still a couple days away. Okay. So I have time to get there. There's a lot to prepare for. We gotta get Tyler on the float. We're not going to let that one go anytime You know, you know what Clemson soon. football is? It's Barbie. It's fine. Don't give it an Academy Award and don't say it's terrible. It's fine. I'm not going to fall to my knees. Oh, we did it. Bill, let's keep things in the state of South Carolina here. Gamecocks head coach. <laughs> and he's had a rough season. Shane Beamer, <laughs> they have a 3-6 and six record, but I know you remember this because we talked about it. He broke a bone in his foot a few weeks back. After kicking something, we don't know what it was, in frustration after losing to Florida in a close game. Now, I I say all that to say this. After coming from behind to beat Jacksonville State, I repeat, Jacksonville State this weekend, South Carolina head coach Shane Beamer said there's no shame in celebrating that win. We are going to celebrate the heck out of this game. And we just had one heck of a celebration in that locker room. And our guys are super excited and dancing their butts off. And they're going to be people that just live a miserable existence that are going to say, why are you celebrating a 10-point win over Jacksonville State? Well, that's why you're not on a team. And that's why you're not, you're not on a lock in a locker room like that. Because our guys work really, really hard during the week. And uh, we know we need to be better, starting with me. I thought we coached poorly today in a lot of ways. Uh, so we'll be better, but this game is too hard. And we get 12 guaranteed Saturdays. And these kids work their freaking butts off. And uh, um, proud as heck of them to find a way to win uh, with a lot of the mistakes that we made. So when you win, you get 12 guaranteed. We're not like Major League Baseball where you get 162 games or basketball where you get 40 games or 30 games. We get 12. And when we win, we're going we're gonna to celebrate. 
Bill, buy or sell South Carolina should be celebrating a win over Jacksonville State. I mean, sell. And I'm in a, not in a locker room. We beat a bunch of eighth graders in a scrimmage that shouldn't occur. And we celebrate. What are you talking about? Let me ask you some uh, some non-secretary. I don't want to talk about this guy. This I was I was teamy, broke your foot, whatever. But now that's just, you're not in a locker room. Okay, man. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, buy or sell Shane Beamer should drive a BMW for the rest of his life. Buy. Right? <laughs> Beamer and a Beamer. <laughs> I woke up in a dream from a dream, bro. I'm in a weird headspace. Uh, buy or sell, you're aware and if so happy that you're not using my expressions all the time. Buy. I say all that to say this. That's my. Like, you sound like me now, Louis. You okay? I can't help it, man. I can't help it. It's because you're not. If you don't know what it's like to take on some of those expressions, it's because you're not in a locker room. All right, man. I'm happy you're with me that you're mad at Shane Beamer now for breaking a bone in his foot. I'm not mad at him. I just I had your back for being motivated. Now it's, bro, you beat Jacksonville State. They suck. You suck. Don't tell me how that's <laughs> you get it and I don't because you're in a locker room. Yeah, a locker room of people that aren't winning football games. You're in the wrong locker room. All right, Bill. Let's go over to Alabama. You think Saban's celebrating? You can imagine if, if – okay. All right, whatever. Let's just – if you can hear me smile in this next one, it's because I am. Now, now the over-under, close, very close. The over-under for Iowa Northwest Western at Wrigley Field on Saturday opened at a record low of 29 and a half points. And boy, did this one live up to the hype, or lack thereof. The game was nothing-nothing at halftime. There were 14 total punts in the game. The Hawkeyes went on to win 10-7. On a field goal with 14 seconds to go, there was a grand total of 339 yards of offense between the two teams combined. Now, based off of this game, Iowa's game this upcoming Saturday against Rutgers set a new record low of an over-under of 28 and a half points. Buy or sell taking the under in Rutgers-Iowa this weekend? I buy taking the under in every Iowa game. Buy. And in every Rutgers game. Everyone was shocked when the over-under for this game at Wrigley came out, and it didn't even come close. Yeah. 17 I, points. I have friends who went to that game. What's up, Ken? Miserable. They won. This is part of the reason why, and maybe it wouldn't be any different if Brian Ferentz wasn't staying on for the rest of this season, because we know he's not coming back. But why is he still there? Um, I'll give you I'll give you. One guess. I know. Dad's the head coach. Three letters. Sorry. Three. Three. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm trying to say three letters, two letters, because it's. Woo. Sell. Just sell me real quick. Just push the sell button. Am I still dreaming? Nope. I'm awake. (laughs) All right, Bill. Let's get to some hoops here. James Harden is scheduled to make his Clippers debut tonight against the Knicks at MSG. Now, Harden, Westbrook. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will all be in LA's starting lineup. Bill Byer saw that James Harden should be the Clippers' main point guard and ball handler. Bye. Yes, absolutely. Bye. He's good at that. By the way, I'm really excited. I'm going to be on CBS Sports HQ live as soon as this ends. So the game's about 7:30 your time. So right around 10 o'clock Eastern, come on over to CBS Sports HQ. Watch me talk some Harden. Buy or sell, you think I will be positive and optimistic about Harden, regardless of the outcome. Sell. Tell me. (laughs) No, I don't think the odds are high for that one. 
All right, Bill, let's squeeze in one last one here. Kevin Durant has played in all seven games this season for the Suns, and he dropped 41 points yesterday in their win over the Pistons. However, Devin Booker has only played in two games and is now dealing with a strained calf, while Bradley Beal has yet to make his Suns debut because of back issues. Buy or sell chemistry being Phoenix, Phoenix's biggest issue this year? I'll sell. I think sell. Roster construction, depth, injuries, but I, I, I am out on this. I've been out on this. Is that all? <laughs> I don't think they're going to be that good. I have, I have one last question for you. I want you to think long and hard about this, okay? Got it, got it. Buy or sell, you think sometimes dreams are actually accessing your alternate reality lives? Buy. Really? Yeah, which is really scary to think about. I, I was just messing with you. I didn't. You, wow. I mean, they got to mean something. Certainly possible. But I'm, I still can't get behind you waking yourself up. Like, that's not a thing. So you're okay with me dreaming in a dream? Yeah, you're I've not seen a- Inception. That happens. That's a thing. I mean, I have news for you. Inception's not real. People can't go into people's dreams. And it took me like the sixth time to see it to actually understand what was going on. Buy or sell Inception has one of the five best trailers of all time. Sell. No, it's a, it's a buy. The correct answer is buy. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Because I don't watch trailers. I'm oh, normal man. I, in that I watch, sense. I'm going to watch that trailer after the show. I'll just watch it sometimes. A trailer of a movie that's what, 12 to 15 years old? Hey. The Mona Lisa is pretty old. It doesn't mean that any of its beauty has gone away. <laughs> Touche. Uh, speaking of the Mona Lisa, Chargers at Jets will be a special kind of art tonight. And we're going to talk about it after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you here on the program. Dreams are weird, bro. You're weird, bro. Do you think Joe Burrow just dreams of, like, touchdown victories, the good life? I don't think that dude dreams about football whatsoever. Like, he's that cool. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Yeah, you're right. When I said the good life, my mind shifted some other stuff. Like steak. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Old-fashioned. Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to Open Westwood One Sports or on the free Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. A guy that I know almost ran my wife off the road last week. Came out of nowhere, ran a stop sign, almost ran her off the road. He's in an expensive car. Now, she know how she knows it was him? Because he had tinted windows. Because he texted her later, hey, it was good almost running into you. Ha, 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 ha. Would you own up if you did that to somebody you knew, or would you just act like it didn't happen? Have you met me? I would act like there was no way in heck it was me. Yeah, no, it wasn't me. I wasn't driving. No way. The irony is a month ago, Lori did the same thing to that guy's wife, and they got all mad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which I understand. Be careful where you're driving, babe. Right, right. There seem to be a lot of all, you know near-traffic incidents around People where you live. People don't stop at stop signs. I, I thought it was a rich person thing here, but I was told it's an L.A. thing by uh, someone who's been a Los Angelino longer than I have been, that people just consider stop signs and lights to be suggestions. Now, when you say they don't stop at stop signs, like we're not even doing like a rolling stop, like slow Depends. down to at least like 10 miles an hour? Depends on the place. So the other day, so Lori gets so mad at me. It was a four-way stop. I stopped 30 seconds before the other person, but there was a pedestrian, right, that blocked both of us. Let the pedestrian go. 
Then the person, the pedestrian was gone. Then the car that was supposed to wait on me sped up. So I just drove right into him. I stopped like six inches away. But like, what are you doing? I, I have right away. Oh, I would do the same thing. I do the yeah, same thing. Yeah, I'm not. So that, but no, I would say if there's no one in a, there's a five-way stop I go by every day. If there's no one in a residential area by a school, by the way, where my kids walk around. So that's why I get mad. Sometimes if, if I'm behind a car and there's no other cars at the stop, the car will just go right through it. Won't even stop. I sound like a grumpy old man. Just stop at the stop signs. <laughs> Am I supposed to say I do the same thing? Because if there's nobody in sight, I'm Come not on. stopping. You're not stopping? If there's nobody in sight, including pedestrians, I'm not stopping. Will you, at 2 in the morning, run a red light if there's nobody around? I have never done that. Never. I know I that sounds I've like done, I'm making I've that up. That. I've, I've never done. done that. But only when it won't change. I, I've been at, at, at red lights where like it, it's not working. It's going to change. Yeah, well, after I think I, I put a timer on. If it's three more minutes, I'm just I'm out of there. Here's a a question for you. Despite their quarterback play or their lack of quarterback play, are the Jets a really good football team? I think the answer. I mean, they're four and three, and they're playing a Chargers team that is not very good, and whose coach is drowning in his own inability to coach at the at the National Football League level. And if if the Jets win tonight on Monday Night Football, they're going to be, what, 5-3. and three. They've won, I think it's three in a row. I'm kind of, man, how good would the Jets be if Aaron Rodgers were the quarterback? Vegas is telling you that the Chargers are their better team. They're favored on the road. What's the line? Three and a half. Don't I do got it. destroyed. Don't Last, do so here's what happened. I was on this run of pretty good picks here on the show. And... On Friday night, I had like a hundred and three degree fever. I'm like, I'm gonna put some bets in. I don't I mean lost, to laugh. I'm not I lost fever. I lost. It, yeah, I, I I lost every. I never call in sick <laughs> to this show. I lost every. My brother hit me up because we gambled together. He's like, "What the hell, bro?" My answer was, "I had a fever." He's like, "Why are you putting bets in if you have a fever?" I'm like, "Well, I had a fever. I wasn't thinking." <laughs> oh, dude, I was. My, so my wife and kids have been have been getting the flu and every other thing for the last three weeks, as you know, right? Just they've all been sick. My, my poor daughter hit 104-something. She's fine. But I avoided all of it. I took care of them. I was fine. And then I just got waylaid on Wednesday. I just got run over Wednesday night by, by, by the sickness. And I put in – I mean, I was, I was texting a person, a TV booker, like, I can work tomorrow. I'm fine. I'm not fine, though. Like, literally, I went through it. I'm like, but if you need me, I can do it at 3. But I can't do it not later. But I can't do it at 3. It just didn't make any sense. <laughs> Book me at 3. But the only time I can't do is 3. There's like uh, – she, she was like, why don't you take – no, I want to work. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, I actually don't want to work. <laughs> it was all <laughs> over the map. I'm annoyed I didn't get any of these texts. Here's the only, the other thing, and Lori got mad at me, the only thing that tasted good for those two days, the only thing, like my, I guess my taste buds were off, I, the only thing that tasted good were Hershey's Kisses. Okay. I ate a, a bag and a half of Hershey's Kisses. Very it's underrated all, candy. Very underrated. I, You know why? Because it's such a pain in the ass to take off the tinfoil. That, I've never agreed with you more. Yes, they need to be wrapped differently. But is that part of the taste, though? You have to use the paper to peel it off. Apparently, I learned in my fever, in my the in my fever induced state, like, mm, chocolate. 
Nothing tasted good. We I, we made chicken noodle soup, and I told my wife and my kids that the, the broth was bad, and we'd have thrown it away, and they're like, it tastes fine, Dad. Go to sleep. The broth is bad! Spoiled! I'll work! Wait, oh, yeah! And no interceptions. <laughs> I liked your enthusiasm today, pretty daddy. All right, thanks for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. This show is rather than you. I'm not sure if we're in a dream, but I do know we'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.